If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Crab cake. Crab cake. <laughs> That's the way I'm going to start Crab every smothered smut- podcast. Crab cake. Driving down the highway, because I'm finally here with you. Why don't you sing that in a different key? Driving down the yeah. highway. Kind of. Because I'm scared to drive down highways. <laughs> Showering with you since I don't know when. It's totally natural to mother's love. I tell you all the time, you're my only friend. And I really love your lasagna. Look at me now, will I ever learn? I don't know how, but when you suddenly lick my face, you run away and I start to chase. Yes, it's strange I want to sit in your bath. You're a sociopath Whoa, whoa Mama Mia Here we go again Date night for three No, it doesn't suck Mama Mia I was low again Thank you for paying for my tummy tuck Yes, from that rose colonic And that commercial for Sonic Mom, mom, mom I'll never let you go Mama Mia we got a lot to talk about her. Yo, this is Nutty Day Gaze presents Smothered. Smothered. <sighs> but they're smothered. Once more again unto the breach. <laughs> I just want to share something we did earlier today for our, also for our um, oh, $5 Patreon members. We've been doing Labor of Love. You guys... Ugh, on Fox. It's a terrible show. Terrible. However, today we had two interviews that we did <sighs> with Keith and then with Alan. Y'all, 
We talked about poetry with Alan, y'all. First, Keith was fantastic. Keith was He's great. He's lovely. He keeps it real. He's a, a fun interview. He looked really hot. Then we got to Alan, and then I decided- No, um, no, 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 no. Before we start, Poodle said, <laughs> please don't flirt with Alan. Try to be professional. <laughs> we can't get me to- You flirted enough with Keith. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, but I did get on you. I'm like, please don't do it. And then when Alan came on the screen, y'all, he was wearing a. a, a we could see cut, his arms. He was wearing a shirt cut and off, his piercing like, blue eyes. Like he just at worked me. off. And then or, he started talking about poetry. And he was sitting there with his legs crossed, kind of contemplatingly, just looking at us. Just. And then I decided I would read one of his poets' poems to him that he put on his Instagram. And y'all, it's not bad poetry. We all know bad Insta poetry. It's good Insta poetry. And I read it, and he's like... Chrissy, you'd like it. That was a very good reading. Um, that actually made me tear up a little bit. And then I gooshed all over the couch. <laughs> y'all, I mean... Y'all... That was poodle. It was everything I could do. And then he was saying he's going to do a whole thing with uh, his naked poetry. So he's doing his Instagram now. It's called, called the, the Naked it's, Poet it's, underscore. It's like naked na- underscore. underscore naked we'll put it in the underscore. show. Links. Yeah. But he's doing it because, I he's mean, honestly, be naked. he's smart. He gets a gimmick. People are going to want to come and see him that he's hot, but he actually follows up with really moving poetry. He's very good looking, and he's very intelligent, and he's empathetic. I'm telling you, y'all. Poodle. Poodle. I'd, sa- I'd sacrifice a child. Poodle. <laughs> Tammy. Poodles in love. <laughs> Wonder when Re- you that was Debbie Tammy. That I'm dreaming of. Poodle. I don't know that song. Poodle. I know it's called Tammy. Poodles <laughs> in love. I don't you know like the way you overdo the plosive on Poodle. I'm going to do that. Well, good, because I'm going to do it as a Maddie's in love for the next Cabergay. It can be a song to my dildo. We've done enough of those. We've done a lot, hat. Of, lot hat. of songs to dildos. That drink's not strong. I'm going to be fine. Yeah, I can smell it. Anyway, anyway y'all. Y'all, we had to have a drink early in the day because Keith overstimulated me because he was hot and then, and then now Alan, po- and then I had to drink so we will say if you're on the Patreon so we decided to do something different because labor love is normally for everyone at the $5 tier but we felt like these the guys like wanted to share it yep. to like on their social so we're gonna make well, this is on Patreon so yeah so yeah. just for our patrons we're gonna make the uh, the interview with Alan and Keith you will get them if you're a normal patron but we're gonna make them public yeah so but you, in the Patreon. If you want to get somebody into this cult, that might be the Share way you do it. Share that with them. Mm-hmm. Share that with But don't worry. We also, Keith goes more, uh, Alan stays very, not PC, but Keith, Keith goes, goes in on Christy in with on us. her. He goes in on her and it's glorious. <laughs> they, But they both gave like an eye Keith opening. Keith keeps it real like me. Keith dropped some truth T-bombs. Oh yeah. Of this, that's made me rethink the show. I still hate it. I, I had not rethought the show. I, I assumed everything he said that went no, on there. No, but even you, like some of the things you were like, oh, I didn't. And then Alan talked about like the way they orchestrated the whole Keith and yeah. Alan food thing. No, but I can completely believe it. They did not talk about being in the room and just feeling a little lonely. Um, like they needed to reach did, over. We did not get her. We did not get to the late night jerk off parties. Although Alan did say that. The jack-off bus 
They were just separated. Had a rhythm to it. He said they were just, yeah, separated by a thin board, and it had a rhythm to it. And you could hear them just whacking off to each other, you guys. Some of you are like, what the fuck? I came here for smothered. <laughs> I, came, I came here for really codependent, unhealthy mother-daughter relationships. Not you two's dick dreams. I know. <laughs> so let's yeah. talk about smothered, y'all. Woo! Let's talk about this fucking garbage pit. Let's start with Don and Cher, or as I like to call it, the segment where every mother in the world now hates Cher's mom. Yeah, no shit. Wow. Wow. Well, I, to be fair, I hated her before this. Well, I didn't love her. <laughs> um, y'all. To, to be fair, she was uh, an over overbearing, pain porn loving uh, hoverer. <sighs> so I, I haven't been a fan of hers since I first saw her. It's been two weeks since uh, Cher had the baby. Yes. Didn't almost had her on the street. So her mom is back. So Cher is trying to breastfeed, and it is very painful. And Cher says, you know, all women say this to me, my friends that have had babies. And even when I talked about breastfeeding, how it's kind of like a, I think I said um, uh, that breastfeeding, it's like, it's not like a single stream. It's like yeah. a sprinkler or a yeah. faucet. <laughs> And so many women in our sissy squad, several of them were like, oh, my God, this was new information for me. Yeah. And I really feel like maybe there's this culture of women not talking about breastfeeding because Cher was like, this fucking hurts. Yeah. No one told me this. I think I think that it is is hard to do. I think that especially with her who well, who else was going to tell her? I don't think she has many mom friends. I don't no, think Cher has a lot of mom friends. Probably not. So Dawn wasn't going to tell her it hurt. She's she, Dawn is, has selected members. She only remembers yeah. the best you just things. Get through it. You, you just get, get through, through it. it. It's, it's just pain. pain. It's whatever. It. It's whatever. Like you know, that's why I you mean, just focus on something. Someone tied me up. Someone tied me to a fucking boulder and sent me down a hill, and I was fine. Because I smiled I lo- because I love my daughter and I wanted to be there for her. You know, it's just like yeah. you gotta keep focused, like no. the way I delivered naturally. Oh, oh, no, it wasn't even said that way. You know, I gave birth naturally. Uh, uh-huh. I gave it, it was done in and such just, a way. They, she does these constant y'all. Digs that was a, like on. a blow dart in her neck. It was like she, <laughs> she, she savaged her daughter so bad in she one did. word. She did, and quit her. She almost said quitter to her daughter. She really did. And <laughs> she's a bad mom. I'm here. I'm saying it now. Uh, Dawn is a bad mom. I don't think she's a bad mom. I wouldn't say that. I would say because who else have we said is a bad mom on this show? All of them. Uh, Except for Marsha. I'm kind of on team Marsha. Yeah, she's kind of the only one. Uh, I don't think Dawn Sarah, is a- Sarah's not a great mom either. Uh, no, oh no! Yeah. I don't think Don. I actually think Sarah's uh, 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 Sarah and Lori are way. Oh, Sarah, sorry, you're right, Lori. Lori, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I feel Lori. like Lori's way more dysfunctional than Don and Cher. Don and Cher, we're seeing. I just think Don makes it all about her. She all does. The time. I don't think she's a. But I don't. I boy, said she's not a great this mom. Is like comparing rotten apples to rotten oranges. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but, and I kind of love, and I love Kathy. Uh, you know, for whatever she does, yeah, I love that kind of style. I think Dawn is uh, she's in the middle of the pack, definitely. She, you're right though that she makes it all about her, and 
The thing that I just want to say to moms, if you're out there, men too, but for moms like work with your daughters or fathers working with sons, because there is this thing of like same sex parents um, competition. This way, there is this way Dawn does this thing of, well, when I did it, yeah, it was hard, but I just got over it. Well, I didn't have special pillows when I was breastfeeding. This is actually shaming your daughter. And so if you're doing this, you're thinking that, I think Dawn would tell you, well, I'm just trying to tell her that I pushed through it and I did it. But you know what? Dawn is the way, like Cher said, she is 29 years removed from this. And we all know that the body naturally from a, a, a survival instinct will remember more positive attributes of things yep. than negative. And so, well, it's the hormones actually so run through your body. Yeah. Dawn probably doesn't even remember how hard this was for her. I agree. And I think this is more insidious than you do. I, no, think, I think it's insidious. I yeah. think that she actually is in active competition with her daughter. I would have said probably you're right. Until she got out the fake boob and started breastfeeding. <laughs> and and no, then I was like, here, but honey, this is not your parade. You already walked yours. Here's why. She needs to feel that she hasn't really ever gotten over the fact that Cher is grown up. She hasn't. And she, um, it's not just she the fact that she wants. She is trying to live through mm-hmm. her. Yeah. But it's more than that. She needs to feel like she is the teacher, she is the mother, she is the authority well, she, figure only. As long as she yeah. needs me. I, I say it's not even a needing thing. She needs to be the one who uh, has higher esteem. But she needs no, to be she, the one she looks up to. She needs that needed feeling because I, I bet you 111% uh, Dawn's self-esteem is in the gutter. I believe that. In yeah. the gutter, she wouldn't dress the way she does. She wouldn't do her makeup and hair yeah. the way she does. She wouldn't try to be so, uh, like, quote-unquote, youthful yeah. if she felt comfortable in her own body I, who she is. I don't think she knows who she is apart from her, her daughter. daughter. Which is or it, apart from her being a mother. That happened a lot in my small town. Yeah. Just because people would... Get married when they're young, and then they have kids. And, and you're a mom, and that's all you something do. something I've really talked to my brother and my sister-in-law about since their youngest just graduated high school of, like, what do you want to do? What do you all yeah, like what, to what's do your together? Life what's yeah. you, and thankfully, they both are really into that and have that. Yep. But a lot of parents Then you just wait for a grandchild. I remember my yep. parents, if their kids didn't come home from college to visit them, they would go visit their co- kids in college. Uh, and not like on a parents day weekend but like ooh. literally go and see and just spend time with their kids for the weekend like once a month wow so she re- re- uh i would have just said my mother would have shut up my apartment i wouldn't be there yeah <laughs> jaybird first of all my mother mother poodle would never do that no she would never want me to think that she was missing me yeah she would see uh, your mother's opposite she wants you to think that you that she doesn't care if you need her or not. That's what she'd like to think. She knows she 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 knows I does I do, I does I does. Um. Anyway, anyway this whole segment was was hard this, to watch. Th- saying things to people like, 
oh, walk it off, mind over matter. Oh, yo, mind these over are, matter. These are not helpful things to say to someone when they're in the midst of breastfeeding, let alone yeah. any problem. I want to talk about the phrase mind over matter and why this can be super triggering for people. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously means your mind can do anything. I want to talk about mind and really versus over matter, the body. Um, your body is much more intelligent than your brain and your mind. Yeah, I agree with that. In other words, your body will survive. Yes. yes. Your mind will make you do something that's against your own survival because yeah. it's, it's, it's being by emotions. Right? So throw out mind over matter, y'all. Yes, you can get things through like meditation. You can, you know, I often say I've got a really strong will, but that's a survivor will that's mm-hmm. probably somewhere in my body. Um, your body is much, much more intelligent than your brain. Also, we know because, y'all, if it was mind over matter, we'd be married to two women right now and be church organists. But I'm telling That's you. That's the truth. I, I really wanted I to be like, heterosexual. Okay, all right. In my mind, I saw myself as heterosexual, but my matter in, in, in my, my penis just said the I, opposite. I was kissing on... <laughs> This girl Elizabeth's boobs going, you love this, you love this, you love this. And down there it was My saying, matter said, uh-oh, mm, no girl. It, downstairs it was like, pick a little duck, a little chick, chick, chick. <laughs> what a dick, what a little Carl, dick. Carl. <laughs> That's what your matter yeah, said. My dick was a, Carl. <laughs> so anyway, y'all. That's what we got to say about mind over matter. It's not helpful. Um, so lactation consultant well, Stephanie. Well, before that, I just want to say, oh, t- where we see the insidiousness it. of it is Don cannot let Go that share made an appointment Was with the lactate. Because Dawn, uh, yeah, exactly. Don't let go. Y'all, In Vogue is amazing. They are. Get into that. They are. If you don't know In Vogue, or are, where are, I think there's only three of them now. I thought there was three. Why did there was they always, always four? Oh, why did they always? You know what? Lose it was one? it was like a revolving door. Same thing with boys. I mean, they lost one. Yeah, I think it can't. Four is hard to sustain. It is. Yeah, I think you can do five. Five seems to I work. Know, but you know, it's you know orgies are four like is flat. hard. Orgies are like floral arrangements because Ina Garten says put three, five, seven arrangements. It just has a better. Even numbers don't work for orgies. And the same thing for guys. They do not. They do not work. You want an odd number. Yeah. Three or five, y'all. That Four way, does not work. You always have someone to film or cuckold you. <laughs> <laughs> or also someone who can bring you some fucking Gatorade. And if you don't know what someone cuckold t- is, Google it. <laughs> you can look at cuckold porn. You Google that shit. <laughs> I'm not into it, but some people are. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, share. It's, what are you doing this right out in front of my salad? Your salad. <laughs> um, y'all, Cher is not letting this go that she made an appointment. And this is where Poodle Dawn, said, not or Don and Poodle said, Cher came back at her. And Don was she like, I am liking Cher. Back. She was, she's like, you know what? Why am I going to tell you everything? Because she's the most important now, talking to her daughter. And boy, she. Don knows yep. that was like a knife. Yep. That was like that fucking spoiler alert. Game of Thrones. Don't but like Jon <laughs> Snow, Daenerys, burn yep. it all down. I will say, y'all, Cher is now realized now that she's a mom, she's like, mm, your bullshit, like passive aggressiveness doesn't kind of rains off of me now. Kind of just like 
Water off I a don't duck's think back. It all does, but no, I hope but it some does. of it. So I hope. I think yeah. some more. I think her priorities are shifting. Dawn is just like, but I always ask me. It, this is that was gross. That yeah. was gross. I mean, I, <laughs> I know you probably. Lo- I've never had a good opinion of Dawn. Oh no. Uh, Pretty much all the moms, no. all the moms except for Marsha and Kathy are garbage, y'all. Um, uh, Kathy's on the fence. She is. Well, but for, for certain reasons, yes. No, no, I mean, because Kathy is... Uh, I like Kathy. I like her. I think she's fun. I think she's real TV. I don't know how she is in real life. I think she's fun, but I also think oh, Kathy... Oh, I think she's just comedy. I think she's comedy, but I also bet she's an instigator. Oh, yeah, she is. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't love... I know they're doing other reality shows, too, but I don't... I love Kathy. I will watch them. Well, I would watch that spinoff. But the last episode where she's kind of pitting her daughters together, uh, I didn't love that. I would, but I think that's I would, for the reality show. I would show. tell you that um, culturally, Italian families. Um, just I just know from my experience with Italian people, mm-hmm. uh, have they'll have little fights like that, and that's their way of bonding. Okay, in some ways. Okay, yeah. That's you fucked enough Emma. Italian guys. I would know. <laughs> you should know. Wow. Those when the dick hits your eye that's like a big, big pizza pie. pie. That's a some butt sex. On your back, in your butt, <laughs> flip him on his side. That's too much. That's a butt sex. That's a butt sex. You know, that was originally... <laughs> What they had the fountains at the Grove to, and then they changed it because some guy named Tom got upset. <laughs> also, the original lyrics in Lady the Tramp. Yeah. Um, yes, they, who knew that was coming who, when they were like sucking on that spaghetti? Butt, that piece of spaghetti. And, I, and it went, That's some butt sex. And the tramp went, What? <laughs> what? That's some butt sex. They're like, they're like we got to change that. Got to change that. <laughs> Walt Disney was like, Oh. Ooh. Oh wait, sodomy's yeah. not really working uh, here. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, well, you're welcome. We ruined we ruined that else. too. <laughs> I will ruin <laughs> all you love. <laughs> Somebody's listening to Frank Sinatra going, "Fuck oh, Jake." Fuck. Um, <laughs> y'all, who will we not ruin for you? Is we love Stephanie. This lactation oh, consultant consultant is she everything. She is so she's exactly what Cher needs because she's like your body, whatever feels good, she's like whatever feels comfortable to you. And she's never heard that before because her mom's like, Cher, yeah, you yeah. should hold Cher. her like a football, Cher, hold football. Probably since the age she was little. Cher, why are you wearing that bra? Your uh, boobs look now, but Cher, yeah. why? Oh God, you're right. She's never heard the things Stephanie's told her before. I wouldn't be surprised if she just just. Left Jared and became a relationship with Stephanie Lactation. She's just like, fuck this. I love you. You uh-huh. let me be me. You let me be and me. And two years later, we cut to uh, Cher. Her name now is Ruth. And she <laughs> is a Ruthie. And she's got like an she's asymmetrical haircut. Not a stitch of makeup on. Nope. Really baggy clothes. Not even a bra. And she's wearing some Birkenstocks. And she's got like three kids just boob feeding. Lots oh, of face yeah. piercings. Yeah. That's what we want God for bless. you. That's what I God, want for you, Cher. that sounds like a great life. Not that I want you to be a lady-loving lady, but, you know, if you were, I wouldn't hate that. Wouldn't hate that. Wouldn't hate that for you. Wouldn't hate th- Anyway, Stephanie comes in, and she's like, she's, she's helping him out, and she's trying to teach Cher how to do this, and Dawn is just like, 
Rapid fire question, question, question. Wait, do you know about that? We need to have those special pillows. You don't need that. Why she holding the boob? She's holding. I mean, yeah. Stephanie handled this really well. What if you were a woman and you were trying to breastfeed? What would your mother say to you? Uh, this is so far removed from reality. <laughs> but your but mother, but your mother's a big breastfeeding. She's a proponent. big. My my mother is a big your, breastfeeding advocate. I wonder if she talked to your daughter in law about oh, or your sister in law. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> my sister in law did breastfeed, but not for very long, as my mother thought she should have. Oh wow. Oh yes. Oh, it's been quite a point of contention. Wow. Well, she only breastfed for like what four weeks. We'll see how that goes. My babies don't have any allergies. <laughs> Jesus, that used to be a Lechi Le- Le- League. That's uh, not all. Yeah. yeah, that's not all. That's the views. The views of Mutter Poodle do not reflect the views <laughs> of Ninety Day Games. Definitely, definitely. I will say that we need to put that in the disclaimer for every episode now. <laughs> wow. Anyway, you guys. Uh, so she's just trying to help. She's just trying to like facilitate all this and she's mostly paying attention to Cher even though Dawn kept screaming at her mm-hmm. like a grackle um, yes uh, and uh, and I wrote down this is super helpful what she's telling Cher oh god saying, yeah you know do it there's like you can do this and so I hope that women who are starting even though this show is garbage just a slag pit a burning <laughs> coal field but um, watch this and go like watch this and say I can get a lactation I, I can I if I if I'm worried if it scares me I can listen to this or I can choose not to do this but <clears throat> there are ways to think about this that doesn't feel like I'm like a pig with like a bunch of other and little that piglets you're alone yep. and I hope that um I hope that insurance covers that I do not know um, I would hope so uh, I will say, my friend who just had her second baby says, "You know what they don't tell you about breastfeeding? That it's boring." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I had to literally uh, say I got to find a way to like watch television or something." She's like, "It is so fucking boring," and everyone is like, "I just enjoy spending time with my child." She's like, "Nope, boring." That's hilarious. So that you you may find that breastfeeding is boring, and that's okay. And you may find that, as we said many times, that breastfeeding is not right for you. Yeah. You know, we've had some mothers that have gone through, um, I won't say their names because it's private information, but they've said things like, it took me so long to get pregnant and doing all this infertility shit, and when my baby's born, I just want my body back. <laughs> and that's okay. Yep. That's okay, yep. too. You're, uh, you know, yep. it's going to be fine. Anyway, as Stephanie says... Trust your baby. Trust your body. Yeah. And God bless So Stephanie. basically, you guys, Dawn is like, gets a fake boob and, 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 the ba- and a fake baby and is trying to like learn all the positions so she can show her daughter later. Because basically, is... she needs to insert herself because then I can teach her. Because she needs to be the respected one. She, she has to have the attention of being the teacher slash mother. She has to be this authority figure. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like patholo- pathological. Well, what it is. It's like she's it, jerking it, off onto her daughter. There's an insecurity and there's something. Basically, there's something there's something wrong with Dawn. And there's something either oh, in yeah. her past or something that she doesn't want to deal with. She doesn't want to process. 
So she focuses yeah. just on her daughter. Yeah, she doesn't she know. She doesn't have to sit in her emotions. She doesn't really have an identity uh, separate from. And that's a choice. Because yeah. if I have an identity, that means I have to process how I feel and how I think. And I have to act on that. Because an identity Ooh, is how you Ooh, you just act. dropped a truth bomb on Dawn. And Dawn doesn't want to act on that. That's what it is. That's the, you just, you, I think uh, you just nailed it. Anyway. Uh, can we move you know, on? I really kinda, hate them. That's kind of the same for everybody, really. But anyway, can we move on to Brittany? And I watched. I watched the porn. <laughs> I watched the porn. I promptly turned on the pornography and jerked off. There was uh, ejaculate on the floor. <laughs> Y'all, there's something about Frank that I. I completely understand. Someone, someone said he kind of looked like. Oh, what was it? I can't remember it now. Um, oh fuck, I'm I'm fucking this up. Um, Riveting. <laughs> you know what? I deserve that. I, I I admit when I deserve it. You you stare off into space and say garbage all the time, and so I will not take it from you. Anyway, so we were the, we're the next day, you guys, after after Crab Cake Fest. Crab um, cake. After Crab Cake. After the, the smothered and covered theater that I think was about, I blacked out at one point. It was like 38 minutes. You know, <laughs> the uh, Emmys called us and yes. told us we were nominated. We were we nominated said, for you it. Know, it's an honor just to be nominated. It's an honor, but give it to somebody else who needs it. We're fine. We're fine. I don't need your accolades. Yes. I do. We do. <laughs> anyway. Y'all, find a, find a way to get us nominated for the podcast Emmys. There's actually, they call them, what are they called? It's like the podcast Oscars. They're just starting it. We won't get, it's all going to go to True Crime. It's done in conjunction with Wondery, so it's just going to oh, be we're fucking, fucked. yeah. I personally A-Cast think. is a bigger competitor I to I personally them, so. think that our, the first scene we did with, one, number one, Frank, Brittany, Mary, the waiter and that PA, yeah, uh huh, and, and the chocolate martini was and in then there. Let's not even forget <laughs> our first night theater of the Foley with the colonics. Oh, and then if we talked to Ninety Day Impromptu Theater of Paul at Best Buy, <laughs> Darcy and Stacy oh. with the note, you know. I I'll just be honest, uh. There really should be an awards for this because <laughs> we put a lot of work into that. <laughs> or a lot of alcohol. Yeah. And the thing is, when it makes me laugh, I'm I think it's funny regardless. <laughs> when I'm laughing, it's gonna be absurd. That's why I, I rarely the thing is, I don't laugh unless something is funny. Like until yeah. it's funny to me. You won't you won't hear me you will you make me laugh. And you we do. do. We make each other yeah. laugh. Because we like, love to laugh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's not that I'm hard to make laugh. Like something has to be very inappropriate. You know, I used to not think of myself that way. But my boyfriend will even say to me, he's like, "I make jokes and you never laugh." And uh, I'm, you're like, "Cause they're not funny." It's just when you work in the space, you, it takes a lot. I think he's very funny though. But I'm not gonna be like. <laughs> I think too. Let it come. Let it come. Uh, let it come naturally. Exactly. Yeah. Naturally. Which is I gave birth Mar- naturally. Which is something Mary doesn't do. <laughs> Y'all, they're home from dinner, 
And first of all, Mary loves the royal blue color because she, she wears does. it all the time. I don't know if it's like. I guess it's a royal blue. It's a little lighter than a royal blue. It's like a whatever it is. She loves it. It's like a blue ribbon blue. Yes. Like yes. Now I want to go to a fair and have a corn up, dog. There, it's 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 kind of or a funnel a, kind cake. Kind of burns my retinas. By the way, Sonic needs to give us a percentage. <laughs> What the fuck? We're going to have to go to Sonic. We've talked about Sonic nonstop. It's been a problem. People have gotten Sonic beca- on our, in that our yellow sissy cake squad. batter shake. That was the most country thing I've ever... You went, that yellow cake batter shake. We should go tomorrow mm-hmm. on Thursday. Like Sling Blade. <laughs> you want to go on Thursday during the day? You kind of remind me of Sling Blade sometimes. I get when you, that. When your eyes go crazy for food. That's mm-hmm. not wrong. French fried taters. <laughs> I'm getting my paleo dinner started on Saturday, oh, so I want to eat everything. You know inside. what? You're boy. You're gonna hate paleo. I'm gonna <sighs> tell you that right now. I'm just yeah. We'll see how paleo works for you <laughs> for a while, mm-hmm. y'all. I'm fatter than I've ever been. It's drastic measures. Uh, you can do keto or low carb. It's a little better than paleo. <sighs> we'll see. A little easier. I don't know how I feel about... Because you can eat fake sugars. I don't think you can eat fake sugars on paleo. I don't know how I feel about keto, though. I don't don't go full keto. I just do low carb. Sorry. I I eat vegetables. We're probably triggering... We're going to shut the fuck up. We're triggering people with this conversation. Sorry if we triggered you. It's okay to talk about different... I know. ...diets I was just making a joke, but... um, Um, So, you guys, we come in, and we're in Mary's house. First of all... There are what fake statues. There's like, all, of course, like Roman statues. But then like that you carpet, bought at the swap meet. And then this lazy boy sectional. Oh, this recliner sectional, you guys. First of all, you know this is the heaviest fucking piece of furniture that's ever been ever. lifted. Ever. It's, you know, it's a lot how, though, people decorate homes back where I'm from. It's I, just kind of a mismatch. I find, and this may be controversial... I find recliner sectionals hideous. I find them disgusting. Come at me. I'm sure a lot of you have them <laughs> and have a lot to talk about them. I find them hideous. I find them uncouth. Hold on. Oh, I God. find them hideous and uncouth. <laughs> That's a gavel I got today. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? 
No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find you're happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens, to Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find you're happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Sectional recliners, there are no for me. Oh, a good gavel really makes you feel like you're, you really have some say in the world. But you don't, Blanche, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brittani, Mary says, Brittani knows everything now. And then Brittani's like, she, this is, okay. Having the truth heard for the first time <laughs> kind of devastated me. I've never heard anyone pronounce devastated. <laughs> devastated. It really devastated me. Like, it was like sometime like she was implied statehood on. It really devastated me. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, you can rewind it, look it up. She said devastated. But this... Something something happens... Something happens in her synapses, y'all. But then I don't she know what like, it is. gives these truth bombs on Mary and oh, kind of becomes the parent. Th- it was it was given by a, a PA because okay. she's like every relationship should be trust, trust. Hold on, what's that again? Respect, respect, and loyalty. Communication. Put in communication, <laughs> Bertani. Um, and then <laughs> and then Mary's like. I have a toxic relationship. What more should I tell you? <laughs> she did scream that. I have a toxic relationship. I don't know if it's toxic or not. I think, again, the fact that he, on his bachelor party, had the porn. I don't know if that's um, toxic. Uh, Brittany, you guys, though, is feeling really bad because she's like, when someone does something that despicable, it's like spiritual almost. What's that called? You know, when you feel it really deep inside you? And it makes you want to destroy them and break their back. <laughs> Patani, Patani, think of ice cream, ice cream, puppies, puppies, puppies. I want to cut his brake line. <laughs> A woman's lacy underwear. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, Patani. Anyway, um, 
So then Brittany says, this kind of got deep. She says in her confessional, she's craving that love we all want. We all have that. She just love that love that we all want. The voice in her heart. That can just tell you, you should be with someone. And can also tell you, if you want to rip out their throat. (laughs) We all need that love. And that love is deep. And sometimes you have that love for like a jail inmate that you have (laughs) taken to, that you've like been in percussive custody with. And she tells you you're pretty. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That went nowhere. It was a metaphor that went nowhere. It's like a little box inside yourself. (laughs) And that inmate, she wears bronzer that looks like your mother's. It was this bad therapy talk that she probably went to in like 13 years old. Oh, uh, let's see. It does. Uh, oh, she, Brit Britani does say, if he does anything to hurt you, I will move him out. <laughs> she says, I don't know how, unless you physically pick up his person. Oh, she will. She totally she's will. She's like, she'll Frank, hulk Britani. Frank, ah, oh, Frank, ah, oh, Frank, ow. Oh. Frank, I'm gonna pick you up now. Oh no! When she hawks out, it's just gonna be. I'm a mama. So you do the Britanni, I do Hulk okay. Britanni. I think that's how we tap into these things. Britanni mad, <laughs> Frank bad, the porn. And she just throws him out. Anyway, so you guys. So they- Mary though tells her that she's like, look, Britanni, Britanni, <clears throat> you love me. <clears throat> if you love me, you'll just give me. Just give me one more chance. Just give me give one more chance. Give him one more chance. And give him one more chance. I, and I'll take this next step. But I need you, what she say? I need you to give him respect. What did Frank do in like the last week that made him? Y'all, why is Frank on such thin ice? Is it still the porn? I guess. Did he, did he like human traffic? What happened? I just, I still go back to this. Is Frank gay or is he just in the mob? I I think he might be in the mob. I think that's because supposedly her family has some mob connections. There's something going on. I, he's too I, the way he is, and because he even says later, he's like, "Well, when God makes someone this way, it's just who they are." And I'm like, "Yeah, the Hulk, the whole I just don't understand what what penance is he doing, and what has he been working to change? They never talk about that." Because does like he is he abs- going to sex therapy? Does he actively watch porn eleven hours a day with like shock therapy to I help don't fix know. it? It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> anyway, um, so yeah, and and then we do. Frank does tell Brittany, "I was jealous of you. You know, it's uh, uh, I want what you and your mother have." Yeah, and this is what tells me that Frank's got some shit, y'all. You know, I haven't talked to my own flesh and blood daughter for seven years. And then uh, uh, Mary flips out. And Mar- like, oh, my God, Frank. And then because Frank says, basically, he says, um, that's when he says, God made me a certain way. I'm not going to fight it anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? So she does. Supposedly, he texts her and then she does text him back. We don't know if she said. Is this my deadbeat father? But I guess it was like amicable. And so then Mary immediately is like, I'm sorry, you just, this makes me so happy. And then in classic Mary style, she turns to (laughs) Bertani and says, 
I'm just crying because if that ever happened with you and me, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I would be distraught. She did say, Brit- Brittany, Brittany, you are my everything. You are my everything. And just take for a moment, everyone, imagine what it'd be like to have to say Brittany was your everything. Take for a moment and just soak that in. Wow. Either what her estimation of what Brittany is, or can you imagine what it'd be like to have someone be your everything? We the the, the episode. I think of, I probably um, would start going to church myself. Yeah. What was the episode of Love It or Lock It we saw that the girl had my everything? Was but so does big little big big uh, uh, baby girl Lisa had that too. Everything on her phone. My everything. Boy, that's a red flag, y'all. Red, it's red, red, red flags. Y'all. Red, red. It was, it was Amber. Wasn't her name Amber? The blonde girl who had my everything when he would call? I can't remember her name. I should put my bitch for when you call. <laughs> I'm no one's bitch. <laughs> you know what? You, I'm going to put you the just, bitch. You can put the bitch. That's fine. I'm not, you don't own me. You never will. You, you don't, don't own me. I'm not just one of your, your little, little girls. You, you don't, don't own me. Don't say I can't go out another with other boy. boys. Oh, take it, Pooh. Don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what to say. And when I go out with you, don't put, put me, me on display. display. We're gay, gay. and we love to be gay, and we're bottoms, and we love to get fucked so you don't know what's up. And this song doesn't end well. No, it doesn't. You don't know me. You changed keys, but that's okay. It had a key change. No. Is that the dog? Okay, just check it. Just checking. Should we move on to... Uh, uh, you know what? I think people are going to be really surprised when we have live shows. They don't realize that when we start singing, we our arms start flailing. Oh, there's a whole was, floor show. I was just doing a back bend on the couch with my legs on the floor. We'll, there's an Esther Williams style. I mean, we go all in. Um, anyone younger than 50, Esther Williams started some movies when she was in a pool and doing synchronized swimming. 65. <laughs> 65 poodle. Anyway. Wow. You know what? Learn your history, youngins. Learn your um, history. Shall we move on to our favorite pair of interplanetary cocktail waitresses? Yeah. Just just off a shift at the black hole. Um, Lando Calrissian just fucked one of them. In the not the man, not the men's or the, or the women's room, but the Gronk room. That's a whole ew, ew. other gender that they have there. Ew, ew. The Gronk room. Gronk. <laughs> oh, Lando gave me the low soft one in the Gronk room. In the Gronk room. <laughs> Y'all, um, maybe if you, we haven't seen season one yet. So, but soon he has a, a fiance, right? Yes, Boyfriend. fiance Brett. Who lives in Omaha, Nebraska. So it's weird because they haven't talked for two <sighs> weeks, but they never talk about what yeah. happened. Like I, there was no fight. There was nothing. I was shocked that she possessed any human emotions able to love another person besides her daughter. You know, I was not shocked that even when Brett arrived at the airport, she didn't even smile. 
No. I d- I've decided. I, we have not seen her smile. I think she read that article that if you smile, <laughs> you get wrinkles, and I don't think she's chosen to do it. I haven't seen her smile yet. She is a really bitter, unhappy person. She may be one of the worst people on television she's I've ever seen. She's really horrid. Yeah. And, but not even like... She's I can't joyless too. Hate her and think that she's evil or bad. No. More of a like. She's I have a black a, hole. I have a deep, not the bar. Yeah, not poodle's ass. <laughs> I have a deep sadness for her because she is just. Sad. That's a good way to put it because and she's just putting her sadness on other people through control, and that's why I don't feel a lot of empathy for her. I don't have empathy for because she's yeah. an adult. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the fact that. So he goes, they're having a long distance relationship. Um, she gets, he gets in the car and it's like, they just talked this morning. They haven't seen each other in yeah. a while. No kiss. It was um, really weird. There's then when they're driving, you guys, I want to put out this moment. They're like, there's some uncomfortableness. There was a scene there when son, has her blinker on and the blinker is going. Tick, 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 this tick, was well done. Tick, and you sit there, you feel every second pass. It was just and awkward. And Sunny almost tried to kill Brett with her mind. <laughs> like, I was like, I was getting tense because was of too. the blinker. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> it was well done in the editing, though. Yeah. They barely said anything. And then they get home and they're like, well, we'll see how this goes. But again, we never know anything. No. Of what happened, why they're upset. I, I want to say that he's even doing a confessional at the end. He's like... You know, son, he, I did realize uh, when I when I really think about it, I did realize that dot dot dot. And for a minute, I was going to say I did realize that she would pop off my head and suck my guts out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I did realize he said that she is a necessity. But if she's not going to be part of my life, I'll move on. Which that was so unemotional sounding to yeah. him. It was. It was just. Um, something's got to be wrong with Brett. Honestly, to date soon he. Well, we find out he has a thirteen-year-old and a sixteen-year-old, which, which is means, why he doesn't want to move to right, Las Vegas. Which means she's probably, if she's, he's probably sixty. I'm thinking probably. Yeah, which means the thirteen-year-old and the sixteen-year-old could have been from a second marriage because his first marriage was the one uh, that, that didn't work. Mm. The second marriage is the one who married a younger woman, probably. Mm. Maybe. Um, and then, so soon, soon he is the third. Okay. Maybe. That was a deep dive. Yeah, well, I, I, it's the 13-year-old and, six, and, him, and 16 and him being 60 gives off second marriage vibes to me. Well, I think it's admirable that he, I think he's right. It's not the best time to move yeah, when your kids are 13 and 16. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. So, so guys, they're going to dinner. They're going to go to dinner. Angela, and, Angela, Angelica, Jason, Soonhee, yeah. and Brett. And I want to talk about something, and I've mentioned it before, but this this ensemble that he was wearing, Jason, again, like David from 90 Days, is like <sighs> a cast member in uh, Peanuts, it almost the reminds, musical. It reminds me Oversized more of, clothes. Um, Oh, what's his name? He had really bad sex and... and um... 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com uh, Youth Riveting. Minister. Youth Minister. <laughs> youth Minister. Benjamin. Benjamin. Benjamin wears big polo shirts. It's like they got it from Anthony's. Yeah. Come well, at me if you remembered Anthony's. Where was, is this in Oklahoma? Uh, yeah. No one gives a at shit. Their, Anthony's at Tiffany Plaza. But I think they had a chain because there was Do one in Ada, too. Do you know how niche this is? No, there was one in Lawton and there was one in Ada. Who Anthony. the fuck cares? People had Anthony's. So come at me if you remember Anthony's. <laughs> but this, I'm saying this is not a really ridiculous come at me because that's literally about maybe eight people. No, I think there's more people. Oh, no one gives a fuck about Anthony. Come at me and tag Poodle so he can <laughs> see everyone. Uh, anyway, you guys. So they're there. Jason's in a polo shirt that's at least four sizes too big for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is? Oh, oh, we find out, you guys, that Angelica actually her mom said, "Can you listen on this call with Brett and myself?" That's normal for them. Apparently. That's- what Which, a betrayal, you guys. Jason didn't say it, but you know he's thinking did how you, many did calls for has me? her mom uh-huh. listened in to us? Yep. Yep. Because I guarantee you she has. Yep. But, you guys, that's absolutely no boundaries. But the deal, this Zero. is where we see the crazy. Angela is not a victim. Angelica. Of this. Angelica is not a victim. Of this. Maybe she was initially, but she's 32 years old. She's old enough to know better. I decided this in this episode she's just as bad. Maybe not just She's as not bad. She's not just as bad. But but it's like, you know, oh, the dog's barking. No, that's again. the dog across oh, the street. Okay. So many dogs. That's the poorly <coughs> behaved dog across the street oh, that God. barks when anyone walks under its window. That's but, when I wanted to throw up some cold cuts with a little bit of rat poison. A little bit for. of strychnine. Uh-huh. Um, but Angelica goes after Jason and says, what? It's just I'm going to be there to support my mom and be, protect my mom. And that's just <laughs> me being showing my support to my but, mom. But there is a a line. What she doesn't understand is that someone else's privacy. Yes, it's your mom's privacy, but it's Brett's privacy. Yeah. The fact that you think you have 
any type of agency over his personal but life. That is soon he in a nutshell. No one is more important than her and her daughter. And she will she will step on anyone who gets in their way. She's a very soon he is a very selfish, horrible person. Oh yeah. Totally. And Angelica can't not get some of that. Oh God, I hate watching these two. They're pretty so it's like watching some kind of like Try uh, someone auditioned to be a movie villain or a Bond villain. It as is, I said before, it it's like she's always auditioning to be in the next Too Fast, Too Furious movie um, as the <coughs> as the woman boss for some type of mafia. So let's jump into this dinner a little bit. Basically, they're talking about this dinner and they're talking about basically moving and why. And but it doesn't really matter what they're they're talking about moving. Brett said he's not, but the relationship devolves into the core of this. Is Jason saying? Look, bitch, I knew y'all were close, but yeah. I did not know it was this close. And then Brett, it's kind of an agreement. And then Angelica and um, Angelica and her mom get so defensive of, well, we were very upfront that we took baths together, yeah. that we were this. You knew what you were getting into. Y'all, no one knows what they're getting into with this. Uh, this no is, one. When this people is... say they're close to their mother, this is not what they imagined. No, this is... Um... This is definitely not normal. And soon he gets this very like, well, you're just not the right guy for her. And basically throwing Jason under the bus and then saying shit like, even though he's done everything she's asked. And she says, I won't, she won't ever approve that they get married. And I think Jason's realizing that. Yeah. He could fucking jump through fires, lick her vagina, have a 10 inch dick and then sing the Starts bangle banner out his butthole, <laughs> and she would say, "Not enough." Lower key, lower key. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I wanna, I wanna talk about how Angelica basically tells Brett, "Why don't can't you move here?" So, because it was implied that Sun He is in Las Vegas because Angelica's life is in Las Vegas, yes, or his career. So. He he's basically saying you could come with me to live in Omaha because I have a 13 year old and a 16 year old, and Angelica basically says they're old enough. It was horrible. That's some shit, y'all. It was horrible. That's some shit. If Can you, you imagine her as a stepmother? No, no. Can y'all? If someone you're dating, or God forbid, some some child of someone you're dating says. Why can't you come out here? 13-year-old and 16-year-old, they're fine. Know that that person is missing something. There's some kind of empathy chip missing because a 13-year-old and a 16-year-old need their parent. They do. They're not to that. They're not adults yet, especially your 13-year-old. Even your 16-year-old, that's a really tough time, you guys. Honestly, that's when my parents got divorced and my father moved out. And I definitely That's why you're damaged. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always knew you were, but like, no, I mean that was a very formidable time. But for me, life was fine up to that. So whereas Poodle had constant judgment and crumbling <laughs> from the age and of my five, parents are together, and that's uh, the problem. He never got away from it. No, that's why Poodle's damaged. Yes, you should. If y'all, I, my, if Poodle's parents got divorced, he would be the most relaxed, my brother, anxious person my ever. My brother and I would tell my parents, "Why don't you get divorced?" We would do that all the time. But then you'd have to live with your mother out without your dad. 
Ooh, we didn't really think that through. <laughs> you need both of them to find some kind of like Scylla and Charybdis. There's a place between the like monster and the whirlpool. Maybe you could go to your Aunt Kathy. Yeah, it's a good choice. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, this nothing really happened. We just find out that uh, Sun He wanted uh, Angela wanted wanted Brett to make Sun He his number one priority, not the kids. Even though she Angelica do is exactly yeah. that's how horrible of a human being she is. Yeah, they don't really get it. They don't get it. I hate these two. I do too. What is this? I have to look. What is this? Just no. What? That is Elena. I know. That's her newest single that just dropped. I just surprised Poodle. Tornado. (laughs) And you know, I don't know if you guys realize, but she's using the play on words of tornado. My life is torn apart. I'm torn. You're torn. So we're. Tornadoes. Tornadoes. Yeah, I'll have to process that later. I'm so she glad also, you didn't know that. I've been saving that for like three also, days. I'm like sitting here like this. I'm like listening to it and going. Y'all, it's that look. I'm telling you, I've said this before. It's that look. Lately, TLC has been like this for me. It's like when you're watching Faces of Death, those movies, and you're thinking, what's going to happen in this scene? What's going to happen? Whose head's going to get cut off? She, again, she doesn't have a horrible voice. She no, just needs singing lessons. But you're waiting for the gruesome. You're waiting for it. Because no, it's don't. going to be disastrous. There, let's jump into the, let's jump into Marsha and I always say Elena. Elena. Right. right. Elena, sorry. Elena. 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 Um, like Anna. Uh, Jay Leno. And yeah, I Jay Leno. Remember that. I can't remember Elena. Leno, Leno, Elena. So uh, they are mid-chase. Um, Elena's chasing, chasing Marsha the as their normal ritual goes. Everyone does that. And then she... Uh, Kisses her. Yeah. So then they're like, what are we going to do today? Uh, and she's Elena, like doing we're going that. We're driving. We're going driving, going Elena. Driving. And she's like, no, no. Yeah, her no. little scratchy voice. I don't want to, Mom. I don't uh, want to. So, you guys, everyone's aware this is not about driving, right? This is not about Elena just being afraid of driving. She is just so we're clear. Terrified when she gets behind the wheel. Like her eyes, I know. I felt for her. Her eyes were huge. But I'm saying driving represents a life without, without her, her mother. mother. Yep. Yeah. But, but I understand. I, and I remember what but, it was like. But the thing is, again, this is what we said this before. You can tell. They've had the most therapy of anybody on oh, the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, they have. Because they both know why. They, Elena even said it. She was like, I feel like it's, I'm leaving my mother. It's, it's yep. a step I don't want to take. They both know what the emotions are right. under them. But this is. But the way they go about handling this, 
is not the best way. No, and you guys, they're going to go driving. So they've got on their, what I would call their driving clothes, which apparently are toboggans. Well, and they do a little driving music before they They start. They do. And it is driving on the highway. I'm finally going my way. Driving on the highway. Because I'm finally here with you. Don't look strangely, back don't want to turn back. Don't look back to the don't want to turn back. Don't look back to the don't want to turn back. Don't look back because I'm never going back. That little is not something we understand. And that is something whoever helped her put that song together just put that in because she didn't know what else to do. I'm going back. So... I wrote down, this is so meta. They're literally driving on the it's highway. Like I said last week, she hates driving on the highway, <laughs> but she really is. So, um, you guys, there, um, I just want to say, I learned to drive with Mother Poodle with okay, me. I was going to bring this up too. And I would tell anyone, if, you'd, if you're going to teach your kid to drive, I would say rethink that. But, so, at first, I wanted to feel bad for Elena, but then I was like, honey. This is just a rite of passage as yeah. we have all been yelled all, by our parents. This happens. Although my mother screams still to this day, my we, mother my mother presses an imaginary brake when she's driving with me. No, it wasn't my mother that taught me. It was my dad. Oh, my father. Matthew, you wouldn't know a goddamn brake pedal if it got shoved up your ass. <laughs> God damn it. Get away from that car, son. My father, uh, to this day, even when he comes to L.A., drives his fucking huge Chevy Avalanche 40 miles an hour. I don't care if we're on wow. the goddamn 405. We might go 45. That's really? Oh, my parents both have lead feet. They're fast. They drive Yeah, no like- shit. I've been in a car with you. <laughs> Y'all, Poodle's I a, drive fast, too. He's a crazy driver, too. You know what? I'm a defensive driver. Mm, you drive too close. Uh, I, but uh, close. You drive close. I get scared. Close how? Like, like someone's going to slam on the brakes, and then when you're going to, uh. I'm, you know what, though? Uh, I'm not, I'm aggressive. You are aggressive. But I'm not, I'm defensive as well. No, I'm, you, you. I didn't say you're a bad driver. You I'm just take, saying that something's you take scary. five seconds to go at a traffic light, you guys. Because what if somebody's <laughs> running the yellow light and then you're hit? We sit or, seriously sit this. I can't tell you how many times people have blown their horns with him because he won't go. One time that happened. No, so many. Oh, yeah. So many so times. So many. Um, Y'all, anyway. we're going to do a road trip show oh. and we might not come back from it. I hate when you drive. Same. Um, so, you guys, she's been driving, uh, Marsha's been driving Elena 90 minutes. Oh, wait, no, back I didn't finish forth. the story. What was it like driving with oh. Mother Poodle? Um, kind of like a lot of scrap, a lot of shouting. Oh. A lot of slow down. <laughs> slow down. What are you doing? <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Lots of. Stop here. Stop here. Stop! Stop! <laughs> and y'all, that's just the way it is driving with your parents. Yeah. That's why it's probably better get your kid a driving like, teacher. If they're a sensitive yeah. a driving teacher. It's like putting the parent and child relationship into a centrifuge. It is. It and just that's a great making way to describe it, it and making it ten <laughs> times worse by putting a stressful thing. You're also it's a reminder that you're growing up, so they're already stressed. It, and honestly, what is different about this, normally you're excited to drive because you're excited to leave the nest. Yep. 
and get out of this. And it's usually the yep. parent who's feeling like, whoa, I can't believe this is happening. Where with Elena, she is desperately not wanting to do this at all. Y'all, let them do driver's ed. Let or, them do. Or, or if they have like an older cousin or an aunt. You know who ended up helping me? <clears throat> my grandpa. My dad and I fought so much. And then my grandpa took me. My grandpa taught me how to drive. My uncle helped me a lot. Yeah. And my we grandpa went, we went did out, it. We went out to a field, and I learned parallel parking. To this day, I still say I can go in reverse better than I can go forward because he taught me that. And he can drive backward better than <laughs> he can go forward. Beep, beep, beep. I leave with my back end. There you come. But this actually made me happy seeing – because it was just – a normal, it was parent, a very normal child thing. Then we don't really get that on this show. It was normal until you started to see Elena's emotional intelligence of not being able to handle her mother yelling at her. her. And I get it, your mom's yelling, but her mother's not like being abusive to her. No, but the fact I'm like, where does this come from for her? Where she's like, you mean to me? Like she can't. She shuts down. Like. She can't take, and you can tell that Elena doesn't want anything wrong in yeah, life. She doesn't she have wants any everything to be good. She has no thickness of skin at all. But again, she writes these songs. Again, driving down the highways, I'm I'm not going to look back. I'm leaving. But you behind. know, all There's that's this song about tornado. All that's idealized in her head. Yeah, it's not that's real. True. It's not real. Yeah, that and that is her actual problem. I don't know why I said actual. I don't because their accents are in your head. Yeah, that her her problem is because she lives an idealized life. You guys, she's not really in her life. And God, I just love Marsha. Where she's I like, I really love her. She's like, I hate losing my temper, but I need to push her, and then she gets emotional. I have to do it. Best mom on the show. Best mom on the Best show. Best mom on the show. Maybe you shouldn't lick your don't kids. Know, don't know if that's a lot of competition. But, but when you're when you're it's with not someone like, like Heisman, you're getting yeah. Yeah. Did I just say a sports trophy? You did, and I'm not here for it. What's happening? Um, anyway, so she's losing it because you're being mean. And uh, again, I, and I wrote down again, this is not about driving. No, This yeah. is about Elena having to grow up. And because when you're, when you're a grown-up, you have to figure out who you are instead of being your mother's idea of who you are. Thank God and, for that. I love yeah. my mom, but thank God for that. But... But <clears throat> Elena's or Marsha's idea of who Elena is is great because Marsha's a very supportive parent. Yeah. I, you know, it's – and maybe y'all come at us. Maybe you've <clears throat> had similar things like this. I imagine for Jake and I, it's easier f- and was easier for us to do this because nobody in our family was flamboyantly gay. So when you know you're so different – it's yeah. very easy for you to conceptualize your life apart from that person. Very much so. You already feel I, different. I knew I would never be. I knew I'd never be in pick and stuff. I knew that my whole too. Life. And I knew I was close to my mother, but I knew I never would be close. like her. I would never do yeah, unhealthily close. So I wonder if uh, where's that mirror for you to look at? <laughs> um, but I, I'm interested to hearing from our sissies that are close to their parents that maybe weren't gay, and lesbian, or were straight. Like if yeah. I don't know. Was it hard breaking out from... Was it hard breaking up? Yeah. Breaking out. Was it hard being your own person? Learning to be your own person? Because I think it was hard to see your parents at adults. That was harder for me. I think... Uh, well, I I think I was actually age eight or nine when I said, my parents are very imperfect, and I think I know more than they no, do. You saw, again, that's where the damage began. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I, I, I had, I had a lot of perspective about my life. <clears throat> Even then, I knew I was, I, and I, when you, I read my journal entries and things mm-hmm. that are written. I, I even say, was I dropped here by an alien? Ship. I felt like that too. I, and I actually wonder if Elena feels that way. And I wonder if going back to, I'm just curious to see how much socialization she's done with other little people. I, I guarantee if, it's next to nothing. And I think some of those feelings might be resolved yep. if she had that. Supposedly, we find out, y'all, she ain't she, no virgin. I want to tease you. I don't want to hear the details of this. I want to please you. Cause I'm uh, driving down the highway <laughs> in your vagina. <laughs> anyway, uh, don't turn back because I don't, don't want to turn, turn back because I don't do butt play. <laughs> um, I think that's all that's I got. The show. Y'all, that is the show. Smothered. Fucking smothered. We didn't have a smothered and covered theater, but you know what, y'all? We gave everything last episode, so you're <laughs> oh, fine. This was kind of a filler in episode. I think next episode's going to be good. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Bertani's secret. We don't know what it yeah. is. Uh, mine, my theory, and people people went for this. Uh, some say she, it's that she's not a virgin. Um, uh-huh. And mine is that she didn't actually finish the Corrective Academy. That would be <laughs> amazing. Academy. I don't know why, because that's her big accomplishment. And that's what we've been touting. What if I, it would be just, it'd be funny to do what that. What if it's that she's had a boyfriend all along? Hmm. But... Would he not have been there at the... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I just have this feeling that she flunked out of the correctional academy. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Because, <laughs> y'all, that's so Britanny. That's so Britanny. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's the show. Thank that's y'all so much. For you can go to 90daygays.com and find all of our other stuff. And I'm, I'm, I am constantly amazed by the people who say to me, I know you hate the show, but I love the podcast, or I love mm-hmm. Smothered. So, y'all, you know, different strokes for different folks. You're all sickies. So that's what we're doing for you. But we appreciate our patrons so much. Um, we, you just, um, y'all, I know that y'all pay for this, and we appreciate that. But honestly, y'all give so much to us just yeah. for a, like, and just your, even the comments the that we comments, see on our Patreon, your sissy shoutouts that we we're really having fun doing yeah. that and our sissy spotlight yeah so anyway y'all we appreciate you so we much do and i know You're the wind beneath our wings it's true we really are stuff's ramping up that for some people right now in parts of the world again that's okay we're we're gonna we're not going through. anywhere we're not going anywhere because well we're not we're not because <laughs> got up on your lockdown again. out again all right y'all that's and the show remember show someone you love lick their face lick their face